On today's episode of Oxl FM, we continue our Annie Jal series of episodes as Gelada recounts his time spent with the classic Western anime Trigun. Hello and welcome to the episode of Octal FM. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelado. And you join us again today for another anime episode, specifically mm-hmm. Gelado Watches Anime. Oh yeah. This one has been a while in the making. Uh, it took a while to put together because someone forgot to start watching <laughs> the show. It took a while to watch. <laughs> um, but we got there in the end and I think we that's probably that. going to come into some of the discussion points of it as well. Mm-hmm. Just for anyone that hasn't listened to one of these episodes before, the, the basic premise is that uh, I suggest some different series for uh, Gelada to watch as I, I'm i quite a big anime fan and I wouldn't say you're not a fan, but you're certainly not as sort of like engrossed within the, yeah. the medium as I've not as watched I am. a lot, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> so I, I've been recommending different shows to check out uh, for different reasons, some of them because they're classic, some of them because they do something interesting and... Uh, and this time, uh, we're watching, well, you've watched Trigun. Hmm. For once, not a long name. You know, not like, yeah. it's not like, <laughs> like that was it. Like, that's the end of the name. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to try and work out how to pronounce Neon Genesis Evangelion, for example. Exactly. Or, 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 or Fudi Kurukubate, for example. That, or exactly, like that, that one. <laughs> um, Trigun, just exactly as it sounds like. It's very simple. Yeah. Yeah, this was the show that, like, this is one of the first shows I ever really watched Ooh, okay. as anime like mm. if you discount things like say pokemon and dragon ball because right. at that point yeah, yeah. i wasn't really aware that those were like anime if that makes mm-hmm. sense so trigon was one of the first shows that i ever sort of watched knowing full well that that's why i was watching it if that makes sense mm. which um, i guess gives you an idea of its age right it's from 1998 it is and mm. i think that's super interesting right because if you think about it this came out three years after ava did Mm, but if okay. you look at the two of them, you certainly wouldn't think it, right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, like we were just going to, we're going to kind of find out what your opinion of the matter is uh, and sort of mm. how you thought about the show. Mm-hmm. So do you want to give us a, a brief understanding of like the summary of the plot? What, yeah. What, what went down? The summary of the plot, as I understand it. So it is a, it's kind of sci-fi. I'm going to try and remain spoiler free. I think we can probably talk about this show without spoiling yeah. too much. Yeah. Fairly easily. So it's it's set on like a a desert, a, a very deserty planet, mm-hmm. which has two suns, uh, and it follows primarily it follows the adventures of this guy, yeah, called uh, Vash Vash the Stampede, mm-hmm. and he is an outlaw, and he is an outlaw with the highest ever bounty on his head. It's like some million million yeah double 60 million double dollars yeah and it also follows it's sort of the the premise of the way that it starts is that there are these two women um millie and meryl who are from an insurance company Mm -hmm. and i guess the insurance company is struggling to pay out for all of the damage that vash the stampede is doing when he like because he like the legend has it he like leveled an entire city yeah so they they are tasked by their insurance company which is interesting to go out and find (laughs) this guy and then follow him around 
to report on what he's doing, not necessarily to like stop him, but to sort of like try and minimize things and also to report on it, I guess, accurately so that the insurance claims can be legit, yeah. which is a very, very mundane sounding premise. It does. It does. When you, when you really describe weird. it like that, when you describe the, 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 side, the insurance it's, side of things, it's pretty it's really bland sounding. Yeah. Um, so it sort of starts off with them trying to find him and, and eventually you, you sort of, they, there's like a few people that they think might be him and he's sort of shrouded in a lot of mystery. And in the end, they, they find this guy and he, they're like, he can't possibly be Vash the Stampede because he's just a complete numpty. You yeah. know, like he's just <laughs> good, like, that's a good description. He's just like, like he's just like falling, falling around all over the place. Just like, can't like, he's just seems to be just messing around, but also like seems to be getting into a lot of trouble. And there's sort of like clearly something not quite, you know, he sort of seems to have like two sides to him. Yeah. Yeah, wherever he goes, trouble typically follows, even right. if sometimes it isn't even, well, almost ever to do with him. Like, yeah. It's never really his fault directly. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's sort of where it, it starts. And then it goes it goes from there and it just sort of tells the story of, of, of Vash. And, and, and there's a few other characters as well. Like there's um, Wolfwoods, Nicholas Wolfwoods, who's like a, a priest sort of. Yeah. Um, and uh, he kind of joins them for a bit as well. And and there's sort of there's a lot of like villain characters, mm. some of them very, very short term, some of them not so short term. There is a kind of like arch arch enemy kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And the, there is a there is a plot throughout the whole thing. It's not that it's like they're not all disconnected. The first few episodes are quite disconnected, mm. but it is telling a story from from start to finish. And in the end, you learn a lot about Vash and you learn a lot about this planet and and sort of some of the story behind kind of everything. But but in my under that's that's my sort of description of the of the premise. I think it's pretty much bang on, really. Like I'd say that was a very accurate description of the show as a whole. Great. Um, I watched the right show. Yeah, you, you watched the right <laughs> show and you didn't sort of like have a fever dream about some of it. Um I, I think you described it very well in the sense that like the first like five or no first like eight episodes are a little bit all over the place Mm. and that's kind of because of the history of the show right so okay the original manga came out like several years before this and the kind of the plot the manga doesn't really start until like episode five the show Mm. so Mm. the first four episodes are kind of almost entirely original content oh okay and i feel like they intentionally made it very like monster of the week if you if you know that that, that expression to try and like hook people in without having to try and confuse things with this sort of like the world and the surroundings and like why is this man like so dangerous and or like why is this desert world here and all these sorts of things so they try and sort of like simplify a little bit to kind of hook the anime audience in you know Mm. And then I feel like it takes a step towards becoming a little bit more fluid and connected with itself around like episode eight or nine when you have like this, the bit with the the land train. Yeah. Um, that sort of is the first sort of like primary like multi-episode story that kind of like... Yeah, that's the first time definitely that, that the story, I mean, it literally does kind of like stop and then it just carries on in the next episode yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, like because before then like every every kind of conflict or problem is sort of solved within the same episode and yeah oftentimes like it's solved within like minutes but like even though the episode's like 25 minutes long and that long mm. that it's kind of bloated um i feel yeah i i felt like so so you you'd warned me right you you were like you've got to like get through the first first few episodes i actually think that it doesn't really get going until 
episode 17 which <laughs> that's a big the, episode which is a flashback. huge episode there's a flashback yeah. episode yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. so then the, the remaining 10 episodes including that one i was like okay cool this is this is it <laughs> like and i felt like everything before that i was like yeah there's a lot of just there's a lot of like repeating the same kind of thing mm. there's a lot of just it's, it's just like fun little things that are going on and yeah some of them like you say the one with the land uh the like sand sand train or whatever is a bit more like there's a bit more going on but they're still not it's like is that just all like backstory like is it all just just scene setting like mm. it almost feels like it is you know it's just like here's some adventures of what's going on and that kind then, of uh, kind of is it, it from my yeah. understanding is that when once you sort of meet i guess we can use character names but now to explain who they are really for spoiler reasons but once you meet legato like I'd say yeah. that's when things sort of properly kick off with the kind yeah. of the meat of the story. Right. Um, before then, I would say it's very much like Adventures of the Week for, for Vash yeah. and the, it's kind it of is. supporting characters. And there, there is a little bit of like sprinklings of, of backstory throughout. Like there's a particular episode sort of early on where there's like a, one of the big factories is sort of going kind of weird and going out yes. of control and like Vash does something to sort of stop that from happening yeah and at that point you have no idea what's happened or really what's going on but when you take it in context with the rest of the show you sort of understand what's going on now um, yeah definitely it's really interesting like like you said like I it's taken a long time for me to watch this because I wasn't I was just not watching it often enough and I think there's sort of two things there one I think I was just being a bit lazy and not like not watching it when I should be, but also it does kind of show like I, I didn't like, there's a lot of the show that wasn't really grabbing me. No, for sure. Um, until we got to that point, like I say, like 17 episodes in where it really started to, to um, come sort of together. come together. Yeah. And what I think is interesting, and this also applies to a little bit to Cowboy Bebop and quite a lot to Ava that I find really interesting is that it's an anime series that when you get to the end, suddenly it's elevated in your mind. Mm. It's like the it's like the show is handing you rose tinted glasses at the end <laughs> to like, look back over the rest of really the series. Great, yeah. Because because then you go, oh now a lot of this stuff is making more sense. Now I understand these characters. Now I feel they're, you know, now I understand I've been with them and I've seen the the flashbacks, I've seen the the the, you know the the complexities so now i feel better about those first 17 episodes yeah but when you're watching them you don't you don't have that yet no so i almost think not that i'm going to do it but it's it's you know you sort of think i bet if i went back and watched some of it for some of the early stuff i would probably enjoy it more yeah because i've i've got the context and i don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing it just makes it it's just really interesting that that's what that style. means is that my opinion of the show changed dramatically mm. from you know once i got to those last you know handful essentially yeah. of episodes suddenly i'm like oh this is really interesting like this like now i'm sort of like thinking back about all the previous episodes but you've got to get there to get mm. to that i don't know if that makes it a good thing or a bad thing i think personally the show would have been better now with my like much more adult mindset on it because mm. like bear in mind i watched the show when i was 14 Right? Yeah, so yeah. this is like more than half my life ago yeah. that I last watched this show, that I first watched this show, sorry, is if they'd have cut out those first four or five episodes, which kind of don't really achieve anything yeah. in the plots in the plot for at all, 
you'd have ended up having episode 17 and episode 12, which is pretty much slap bang in the middle of the series, which I think would have been fine. Yeah. Because like having a few episodes to set up sort of like who Vash is and, you know, kind of his character, because he's kind of this like goofy guy. Like he's very sort of laid back and relaxed, but he's like weirdly dangerously skilled at the same time. Yeah. And it's okay to set that up in a kind of a whimsical, lighthearted way because Mm. that's who he is. He is whimsical, Mm. lighthearted throughout the whole show. You know, even when things do get serious, that's still him. And then, like, once you're kind of comfortable with the world and the character and, like, sprinkled in a few other sort of connecting bits here and there, then you can hit us with the flashback episode to say what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. And then the rest of the show can then breathe a bit more. Because I do find the, the sort of the last, particularly the last, like, six or seven episodes when they really start dealing with some of the, the main conflicts mm. in the show are a little bit rushed. Yeah, it does feel like, you're right, it feels like at the end it's just like... Okay, bam, bam, bam. Let's get through all of this. Yeah. Like, let's let's join all the dots. Like, um, I don't know if you. Cause I guess because you watched it quite recently, you should remember quite clearly the very last episode mm. where Vash is dealing with sort of like the primary antagonist. Yes, it feels like that could have been like three or four episodes. Yeah, definitely. Rather than it's, like half an episode. It's I think like it's crammed done. into. It's, 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 that's it. Finished. <laughs> yeah, it was it's a shootout. Job done. <laughs> and and I think part of that comes to the fact that the anime was created in like you say ninety. 98 i think it was right mm, yeah and the manga didn't finish serialized until 2007 mm. so 10 years later you know so there was a lot of content that was created after the anime even finished and the yeah. ending of the show is certainly nothing like the ending of the manga right um, and although it was like all created by the same people like the same person yeah. this sort of same author so it, it did have like guidance it wasn't just kind of like hackneyed together it, it still felt very truncated and it needed more time to breathe and to kind of really put across what it was trying to achieve, which it really does in the, the manga series a lot better, in my opinion. Mm. This is also the first series that I've recommended to you. I know, because old foodie as well. But this is sort of the, the main sort of like more story-driven show that mm. I've recommended to you, which has a manga as a basis. Because you think right. Cowboy Bebop and Ava were both anime originals that then mm. had a, a manga created for them afterwards whereas this was the the other way around which is the more traditional route of having a manga and then having an anime adaptation for it Mm. and they did this a lot in sort of like the mid to late 90s and the early 2000s of having anime shows to be created for series of manga that hadn't finished yet right like the most famous one is full metal alchemist right Uh, have you heard of full metal alchemist yes Yeah. Yeah, yeah like that's the most famous one because they it was so bad, in fact. Well, bad's not the right word. So different, I should say, sorry. That they made it a whole other series of Full Metal Alchemist called Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which much more closely followed the, the events of the, hmm. the books hmm. as opposed to the anime original, which sort of deviated massively. And right. Trigon sort of falls in a similar sort of vein as that, in my opinion. And although the show does sort of follow the same ideals, a lot of the main plot points get like either missed because they weren't ready but the point mm, of the mm. manga finishing and the anime finishing were so different time periods. And yeah, it feels like they sort of went, oh, we're running out of time. We need to finish this show up. Let's just finish it quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think like, like sort of thinking about it from a more technical point of view you know obviously yeah it is from 1998 it doesn't feel super 
in in terms of visuals i didn't really feel like it felt super old it's it's decent like the animation like it's a bit of a mixed bag at times some mm. of the animation but but that's sort of kind of the style right like some of the like some of the shots are like very roughly drawn um and some of them aren't i think the highlight from an animation point of view and a drawing point of view really was like the facial art style mm. i think like i think all of the all of the facial animations and expressions are really in, like very there's a lot of like close up face shots i felt and i felt like they were really good but like and like there there are some like i said like i really love the the whole aesthetic of like the setting of the yeah, planet yeah, 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 for sure. i think is is really really cool like it's sort of like it's got that kind of like obviously it is like a little bit western because it's desert it's hot there's like, sort of like wild west and, style yeah yeah it's very it is kind of wild west style the music as well also kind of like lines up with that. There's sort of a weird mixture of music. It, 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 in in lots of ways, it reminded me and also didn't remind me of, of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, you know, sure. there's, there's definitely a lot of similarities there. But uh, yeah, like that was my sort of from a from a technical point of view. I I definitely I didn't dislike the the animation and the art style and the and the sort of feel of it as a as a show to watch. I think the the show looks incredible in terms of the aesthetic, like you say, like the styles mm. are really nice. Like when you get sort of the establishing shots of like the cities, for example, mm. they're mm. like, you can see them being real. Like you could imagine that's exactly how mm. a city in this environment would spring up because they're sort of like spring up around certain like elements of, of like the landscape mm. and they look like exactly what you'd expect them to look. They, they don't look animeified, <laughs> mm. if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely. You know, they almost look real. But then I think where the show falls down in terms of animation is exactly just that. It's the animation. Like mm. a lot of the fight scenes are pretty stiff. Yes. And just a lot of reused footage and like reused shots. And I don't feel like it's acceptable. Like it doesn't look very good in my opinion. What, there's a lot of a lot like, of the there's fights. a lot of like slow-mo pan, yeah. pan shots, you know, where like nothing's cheat, really happening. You know, that's... Yeah. And I understand that it's a show rather than, say, like a film or an OVA mm. series, like released directly to like video DVDs or whatever. Um, so I understand that they're trying to, like, you know, save money where possible to make money in future. But it it doesn't look incredible to watch in action. It, mm. And then it does to yeah. just simply look at a still. Um, yes. And, the, and I think that's probably because the, the, the artwork from the manga really shines through because the, the manga is beautiful. Like, it's such a cool mm. looking design a very very exclusive style to to, to, to the author and to trigun um, right whereas the anime sort of like looks good because of that but then everything else just looks really kind of whatever yeah so i don't know that i i would really love them to do the equivalent to what they did with with full metal alchemist right and release mm. a new trigun because I think it would look so good with like modern and anim- modern animation, you know, like relatively mm-hmm. high quality animation. It doesn't have to be like stupidly good, but just kind of nice and fluid and sort of like add in some more touches with some of the fight scenes. Cause like a lot of fights in like are running in one direction and then you just sort of having like a panning background, like Scooby-Doo-esque almost. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. And it's that's like, true. I mean, this is supposed to be a show about like gunfights Like, you know, that's yeah. the whole premise is like, you know, it's like lots of shootouts and stuff like that. And they look very static. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And then the other thing that you touched on as well is the music mm. in that I feel like it's got a, a very solid sense of what its music needs to be like. You know, it's got this sort of like kind of, um, I don't know, you're far more musically inclined than I am, but like it's got this sort of like guitar motif to it a lot of the time. 
Um, There's like two main themes. There's the intro, for example, um, is sort of quite quite rocky, yeah. kind of you know lots of lots of distorted guitar, and there's plenty of that as well. And then sometimes you've got like fast paced sort of like neo jazz kind of like like especially for some of the sort of like the running scenes, like mm-hmm. you say, or the action scenes. Like the whole thing isn't heavy rock, which is really interesting. Like considering that's the intro and also mm. the like the advert cut. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is like it's like a it's like a really crunchy guitar riff. Yes. Um yeah. but then you do the you know, you get the sprinklings of like I say that sort of cowboy bebop more kind of style like jazz, whether it's like fast like if you think about the intro to Cowboy Bebop, right? Yeah. Which is like that kind of like fast paced jazz, um sort of upbeat. Like I say, like neo jazz. I don't know if that's the right term, but it is in my head. There's some of that in Trigun as well. And there is also some sort of slower bits. Uh, not as much though as as cowboy like bebop is full of kind of like slow moody moody jazz like sax solos and stuff mm. like that there's a bit less of that in trigun i feel trigun doesn't use its music as effectively as some of that people no does, definitely right? not like it's so, much less a lot less of it memorable. is really quiet in the background as well yeah. you suddenly realize you're like man there's like the quietest background music is going on in this scene <laughs> mm. it, and it's it, a lot of reuse there's a lot that's of music exactly reuse. what i was about to say is that it's a lot of the reuse stuff like and there's no problem with reusing some themes obviously like I, I know you shouldn't be comparing it to Bebop, but they did release very close to one another in terms mm. of like chronological st- timings. But mm. like, yeah, Bebop had so much more varied music. So like yeah. every track felt kind of unique and different and, mm. and almost tailored to the scene it was playing in. Whereas oftentimes they just pick sort of like whatever piece of music kind of most appropriately fit the scene in Trigun and then is flat yeah, on top right. of it. And then put it in. Um, now, there, there is some exceptions to that. Like, I know we keep talking about the, the episode 17, which was kind of a big turning point. There was some great music in that. Um, mm. Really sort of like, you know, hit home with sort of what the, the change in pace, yeah. um, which was really good. But I, I do wish that there was just a little bit more thought put into the music because mm. I feel like that could have elevated the show a little bit higher than it than it otherwise mm. achieved, in my opinion. Mm. I think what else have I got written down here on my notes? Um, I think it does like... It has a lot. It has plenty of like classic anime tropes, probably because of the age as well. Mm. To some extent, it doesn't feel modern. Like no, it, no. It, it definitely feels of its of its age. You know, it looks fine. It doesn't, but it in some ways. But I, it it definitely doesn't feel modern. Um, and I also felt like I think one criticism that I have is that apart from Vash, the characters are very superfluous. Mm. Like I wrote down. And actually, and I kind of changed my mind towards the very end, but I'm still going to say it. Like, like while I like while I was about halfway through or something, I was like, Millie and Meryl don't need to be here. They don't Not need to be really. in this show. No. They're, they're just they are so superfluous. They are so they're basically just following along behind all the time. Mm. They have one episode on their own, like this, or like sort of primarily on their own. But I think isn't um, that just used as a flashback episode, primarily. Yeah, basically, and it's just like. And and it's just barely referenced, like it's referenced very briefly again. It's sort of, it's clearly meant to be a little bit of a like character development episode, but mm. it doesn't really feel like it. Mm. It just kind of falls short of that. And yeah, like even, even towards the end, like I'm like, man, they just it, like, I, I, it's sad that they don't need to be, that it feels like they don't mm. need to be there. And even like Wolfwood, who is a really, he's a cool character. Like, it's like what you're sort of like, you're like bouncing off fashion a little bit. You're it's like almost like a 0.5 story rather than like part yeah. of the same story going forward or having its own unique story. Yeah. He like, you know, he's just got, he's got a little bit of backgrounds, but again, he's just sort of mostly there to just sort of add a bit of color to the scenes. So mm. it's not all just Vash. 
yeah i really did feel like there's really only one character in the show <laughs> yeah. like everyone else is a support yeah no i think that's pretty true actually which is Vashed very much is front and center uh mm. and his struggles and his sort of like arc is is very much the the the, mm. the main focal point of the show um yeah i think what's interesting is that in the the original manga series the like, millie and merrill have an even lower prominence really like they, okay. they're even less important and they well, i guess that you, explains it that explains yeah, why basically. they don't <laughs> i think in the anime what they did was they intentionally made it so that you were following the events from their point of view right yeah, so like yeah. you were almost sort of like they were the characters sort of eyes and ears of like yes. why you didn't necessarily know some stuff right and uh, that makes sense uh, but even still like i appreciate what you mean that they don't really do a lot they often they don't just contribute get, there's no really. there's no they don't actually change the plot in any way you could not, take them out and you could take them out much the of the same things would still, would still occur uh, uh but the, the, the opposite is true for wolfwood like wolfwood was a far more important character in the, yeah. in the manga series and he kind of carries on his own stories and he's kind of more involved with the stories that go forward a lot more past the point in which the anime ends mm. um it, as in the manga doesn't end at all like in that sense it, it ends very differently mm. so yeah he's he's far more a part of the show so I, I guess they just weren't sure what to do with him but they knew they couldn't not include him yeah you yeah. know so they sort of like did it but didn't i i personally would have been happy of just having vash and then having more focus on the bad guys he fights because i think some of the bad guys are pretty inventive like mm. the, with the, with the whole gung-ho guns i think yes. they're, they're pretty inventive some of them um mm. and it's just a shame some of the fight scenes can be over very quickly yeah and you don't really it's sort of again like thinking about when i said about sort of like classic anime tropes you know like like and you said it earlier like monster of the week it does feel like there's a lot more that could be there's not really a lot of explanation of like like these guys have been put this band of people have been put together right to to take out vash right that is kind of the the goal but you're just like how 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 did this all happen like yeah. what is going on like it's not really there's not really a lot of it's like their interest like you say like it's like they could be explored more yeah. i feel like there's more there that, that you could that you could do that isn't really done they all end up you know some of them you get rid of like three of them in one episode yeah, you know in one five there, minute there is fight. a particular episode where i think three of them are dealt with in one episode yeah, yeah. and it's like uh yeah like what like when they are quite inventive and interesting and they just all, they just get mowed down anyway you know like only the main one in legato yeah. really gets explored in any real yeah, meaningful way. yeah definitely. and that's really good like the particular episode where that sort of like comes to a head comes to a climax mm. between vash and legato is it's yes. pretty like oh wow yeah that's cool like that, that yeah. that's that's exploring some interesting stuff and yes. it's really pushing vash's character to its limit and yes that was probably the most interesting theme right like the like and it took until about then for it to really obviously come together that was like episode 20 or something yeah it's it's like the the i don't think it's spoilery to really say this but like like vash like doesn't kill anyone yeah right like like that's his thing he's like yeah don't 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 kill anyone despite basically. being the the human typhoon you know right destroying yeah. everything in his path like people never die because of him yeah or so, like and that's the that's what the, the the story addresses right is like like do people not die because of him well yeah. kind of like yeah that's that's sort of what it what it's exploring i sort of was was wondering i i haven't done a lot of like reading of themes of trigon and stuff like that but i it feels like there's a lot of very obvious like christian religion mm. references obviously you've got wolfwood with like a massive cross on his yeah. back um <laughs> that is also is, a huge weapon which is a huge weapon like and that's i'm like there's some there's some symbolism there like, christianity and and also like the fact that like it's like vash is 
like I'm not going to kill anyone like taking that kind of like that moral like that thou shalt not kill to an extreme like there's actually a point actually where he confronts Wolford about that right and it's like what kind of a priest are you like if you if you kill people but then he's he's sort of like alter side of him like the the, the main series antagonist is like the yin to yang in that sense yeah you know the, so it explores both kind of christian philosoph- philosophy with like wolfwood but it explores like taoism and mm. um and buddhism to some extent between vash and his sort of counterpart yeah exactly so that was sort of interesting it never really it never really got too in depth don't right? you wish like- it just focused more on those things yeah like wouldn't have that just made a better show right (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think there's yeah it's sort of and i guess and again maybe it's because i'm watching this when you think about the sum total of the shows that i've watched which is not very many you know i'm looking i'm i'm drawing comparisons to ava of course and i'm thinking about you know there's a lot of crosses in ava that's for sure like and i found that quite interesting i was like man there's like a few crosses in this as well like like anime anime of the time is really obsessed with christianity it was obsessed because it i think it was combination of like it looked cool Mm. but also because like it's less of an obviously day-to-day thing within japanese culture because right. christianity is such a small aspect of japanese religion right um, like yeah, i think yeah, it's like yeah. one or two percent of of the population of japan identify as christian right whereas okay, obviously so- coming from a western nation where like i would say the majority of, of people would either recognize as christian or not no religion you know typically um then that's sort of like less of a thing for us so seeing it in the in a show like this is kind of like that's kind of weird why is this here yeah, that makes sense. It's like if you flip it on its head, right? And you've got a show that like deals really strongly with with Eastern religions, mm. and we would like that would be different kind of yeah. thing, or like interesting. And so you sort of you got to flip it on its head in your mm. mind, I guess, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, like yeah, I think overall, my like I said, like the the the, the show almost immediately made me look back on it more fondly once I'd finished watching it. Yeah. Because of how much happens towards the end and how sort of much develops and it just follows a more traditional sort of interesting plot mm. um, and, and sort of unearthing stuff. But it took so long to get going. Yeah, for sure. For me. For me. Like, yeah, okay. They're, no, they're I think it's absolutely episodes, fine. But, I think that's completely know. understandable. And I knew that that would be somewhat the case um, mm. when, when I suggested it. I think my my sort of hot take on Trigun is that I don't think it would still be relevant today if it wasn't for its Western heritage, right? Mm. And what I mean by that is, like, I think that if this series didn't do what it did for the anime fandom in the West, so in America and Europe primarily, I don't think anyone would even be talking about it and it would just Mm. be another show relegated to the history of of the media. Because the reason it's so important is because it was one of the first shows that was brought onto things like Adult Swim and Mm. Toonami back in the day. Mm. Um, Back when anime was still very much this very niche thing. And this was one of the shows that sort of like was put in front of people's like normal tv channels like on cartoon network and so it like elevated it by virtue of the fact that it it had been chosen in inverted kind of yeah which is is very similar to cowboy bebop in a sense as well that also had a similar Mm. way but whereas bebop endured regardless of that like because even if that hadn't happened i still think bebop would have stood out yes i really don't know if this would have done um Mm. and that was why i recommended it to you wasn't because it was a particularly amazing show it it is Mm. a good show like i i still enjoy watching it even Mm. with all its flaws that we've discussed and i think in a way that's almost fun to talk about like what it could have been mm. um 
But I also think that it's interesting to someone in 2020 who has got a very selective view of what anime is because of the quality that you've watched Mm. to appreciate, like, this is what we started on. Like, Mm. this was pretty much my, like I say, my first show I ever watched Mm. other than, like, the, the things like Dragon Ball, like I say. And you can see maybe why they chose to do it like they did because it has that very safe, easy entry point with like the monster of the week kind of like mm. a misadventures, which are easy to market to kids and you don't have to watch them in order necessarily. Um, and it's only much later on in the show that it, like it starts to matter that you're watching it in order and that has slightly, slightly darker themes to it. Mm, definitely. So yeah. for its flaws, I think Trigon still deserves respect for what it's managed to do but weirdly it's what it's managed to do in the western world as opposed to yeah in Japan. interesting yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense huh. but i'm glad you enjoyed it somewhat uh it was an experience for you i'm sure yep. um like i knew for a fact that this is probably it sounds really harsh but i think it's probably the weakest show that i've recommended to you so far um, mm. i know you didn't really get on with ofuri as much for big wind-up mm. but i still think that that had like its own identity and it could st- mm. it was standing on its own merits very well you just didn't necessarily gel with those merits as much. yeah i guess so i'm trying to think i think i think this for me is probably higher than big wind up yeah um but that like you say is perhaps my personal preferences rather than necessarily a an objective take on which one is better yeah uh, and i think if you are remotely interested in trigon both you jab but also the listeners as a whole i do recommend checking out the original manga which is split mm. into two different series confusingly mm-hmm. uh one called trigon one called trigon maximum they're they they are the same series but they were serialized in two different magazines so they had to change right. the name one they changed from one to another but it's the same so it's all the same story yeah. and the anime kind of doesn't really touch on almost any of trigon maximum at all like a little bit and then it kind of carries right. on for a lot lot longer so okay. if you're interested in the the world and the characters and honestly that's probably the strongest aspect of it <laughs> then yeah, i do recommend yeah. checking the manga out I, I don't even know where you could get it nowadays uh, now i think about it like you might have to go on ebay and like hunt down older mm. copies there might mm. be like some omnibus copies you can buy maybe like some like mm. big sort of like multi-volume copies of it because there's there's 17 volumes in total um so maybe you can find like a couple of big omnibuses or something mm. Mm. nice so what's uh what have you got for me next before well, while we to round off I, I wanted to, because a lot of shows that I've given you have all had sort of importance to me growing up. So I wanted to kind of continue that trend, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to recommend, so this this show was recommended to me by friends of mine who were already slightly more into anime than I was at the time, but also introduced a lot of people to anime. But I want to give you a show which is very highly rated, but also was a show that I independently discovered because I was watching mm-hmm. it as it aired, like every week. Uh, mm-hmm. And for me, that's going to be Code Geass. All right. Uh, now, I've I think heard of you, that one. you've heard of that one because it's pretty yeah. popular. Like it's yeah, it's very highly rated. And I think you'll I think you'll gel with it. I think you'll you'll like the main character, and I think you'll really like sort of the more story driven aspect mm-hmm. of the show. Okay. Um, it's a much more thinky show. Okay, um, but it cool. also has and there's, there's, giant. It's mechs. a little bit longer, right? <laughs> so yeah, this this is going to be a two series watch because the the two mm-hmm. series are very intertwoven with each other. Like right. They're very important, and also at the end of season two, there's a very definitive ending to the show. Like it okay. isn't sort of like left hanging. You're like yeah, it is. This is the beginning. This is the end. 
done and it's a complete package so cool. i do recommend watching both shows um okay. we're going to set a deadline for you so we yes. don't have to such a huge time difference between these episodes next time yeah definitely we definitely need that deadline and then i'm gonna and then i can pace myself yeah evenly slash binge watch as much as possible towards the end when i panic and realize that i've got like <laughs> maybe, four days part, left. maybe both of those things will happen <laughs> yeah i think it might be both <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see um but yeah thank you for uh checking out trigon uh mm. I'm, I'm glad that it was an interesting experience for you yeah um, definitely and if our listeners have any thoughts on it do you think maybe we've like assassinated trigon's character quite significantly because <laughs> we, we were pretty critical of it but i think that's fair but i mean if you don't think that's right then do let us know get in contact and tell us that uh, we've we've really missed yep. the point on this yeah, you can let us know by sending us an email, show at octal.fm, or a tweet at octal.fm on Twitter, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash octal.fm. And yeah, we will be, we'll be back with some more anime very soon. But in the meantime, I've been Gelada. And I've been Saffron. And catch us again for another episode of octal.fm very soon. doubled up on the very soon just there like the double dollar <laughs> also why why do they take the m out of miles and why do they change yards to yards with a z i didn't understand that because it's cool yeah right because it's like 300 aisles japanese away. edgy <laughs> so i think that's weird. honestly the reason is just because it's i was like cool. i was like is there something wrong with these subs like <laughs> no no it was just just because the artist thought it was cool yeah <laughs> which I is often the case in these, these shows right it's similar with the double dollars as well isn't it like it's like, like that's just, not just, just regular dollars, dollars. these are double yeah, dollars. double dollars <laughs> double dollars double the, double the something <laughs>